Hey, everyone, and welcome to Chef AJ Live. I'm your host, Chef AJ, and this is where I introduce you to amazing people like you who are doing great things in the world that I think you should know about. Well, today is the fourth Sunday of the month. It is the day before Memorial Day, and it's time for Chef Kelly Williamson, the plant-based kitchenista. And she's going to show you recipes today that are perfect for your Memorial Day barbecue tomorrow or really anytime. She's going to be making some yummy Southwestern bean burgers, a vegetable quinoa, and sweet greens and grains. Please welcome her to the show. Hello, Chef Kelly. Hello, Chef AJ. Hello, everybody else. Thank you. Great. So this is perfect. Um, and these recipes look like they can still have time to get to the store and make them all tomorrow. Nothing exotic. Nothing exotic. And I would say probably most of you probably have these things in your pantry already. So that's the good thing. Great. I can't wait. Your recipes are so delicious. Thank you. Yeah, this is one. This is one because a lot of times and stuff when you make burgers, you know, and I know a lot of people are like, oh, I don't want the buns or I don't want that extra bread and stuff. This is the way that you could do burgers and you could do them at parties. You can do them for yourself and not have all that extra bread and, and all those kind of things. Because a lot of times, you know, the buns that they make, they're like this much bread and then you get this much burger. So this is a fun way to be able to have that burger without having all the, the extra bread and stuff that you don't really want. Nice. Burgers are great because you can batch cook them and freeze them. And that's one of the one it's a, that's a recipe for success right there. Yep, exactly. Yeah. And actually the fun thing is, is that because I made a recipe yesterday and I had them in the fridge. So Jerry loves these burgers. And so I always, I always batch cook them up and then I freeze them just like what you were talking about. So I have some in the oven that are cooking, but we're also going to make them. So I'll show you here in just a little bit what they look like. You know, I hear that a lot on the show. Jerry loves, is there anything Jerry doesn't love that you Um, I think he likes everything. I don't know of anything he doesn't. I was trying to think. I don't know. I don't know of anything that he doesn't like. And long, long as it's, you know, well, I would say guacamole out, out in the uh, restaurants, he won't eat. It's interesting. Um, the other day and stuff, he was eating guacamole. You know, he's very thin and stuff. He was eating a lot of guacamole. And I was like, why are you eating it here? And he's like, because I know what you put in it. So I would say that's the only thing I've ever seen that he won't eat out or something like that. So. Maybe that could be the name of your next cookbook, What Jerry Loves. (laughs) All of Jerry's favorite recipes. (laughs) (laughs) Lucky me. He's such a lucky man. If every man man had a Kelly, every man would be vegan. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. And, and it, we laugh. I love how, you know, you're so professional. You have all your prep always done the mise en place. Yep. But I tell everybody, that's what makes cooking easy is to have, it, you know, cooking or even raw food prep. It doesn't matter. You got to do that mise en place. Yeah. I see you've been doing a lot of the, so some raw things and stuff. I haven't been able to watch it yet, but I plan on it. So that yeah, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to be Ron. I don't think yeah. I ever will. Cause I love starch and, but you know, Lisa has those wraps that just look so amazing, you know, so I'm going to get the trays and I'm going to start doing those. Yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah. I'll have to definitely watch it. I just haven't had time yet, but definitely need to do that. Cause that's, I like, I like raw with cooked. So exactly a combination. And, you know, yeah. even if you do the raw wraps, what I like about the raw wraps that she makes is because wraps in the store often are very high in fat. They sometimes yes. have oil and hers are very, very low fat. So you could still fill them with starch. You can put beans and sweet potatoes in them. She doesn't care. You yeah. know. No, I think that's great. They sound great. Anything that's a wrap, that's easy. And it's, you've got everything that's all up and set up in your refrigerator is the best thing in the world. It just, it's like, it's beautiful with, you know, I always say that it's like Nirvana with the eyes and stuff, cause it's so pretty. And then at the same time as when you're eating it, it just tastes so fresh and it makes you feel good. So yeah, I'll definitely have to watch. Nice. Well, let, what are you going to make first? So we're going to start with the yummy Southwestern black bean burgers, and then we'll kind of go into the quinoa, which is actually what's under the black bean burgers. And then we're going to do the sweet greens and grain salad and the sweet greens and grains. I'm going to show you a couple of tips and tricks, but of course, tips and tricks throughout the whole entire thing. So we'll get started with the burgers. So one of the things that um, it has, it has a lot of ingredients in it, but it's not like there's a lot of ingredients that are a lot of prep which is really nice. So a lot of the ingredients that you will see are more of the spices. So that makes it have the good flavor and it holds things together. Let me go ahead and get the food processor going. So one of the things you'll see is the grated zucchini. So this is just zucchini and you just grate it up on a hand grater. So that's all I did. And it's on, and you want to make sure it's on the bigger holes of the grater, or if you've got a great food processor, one of those fancy dancy ones, then just put it in there and, and grate it up you will find that there's some zucchinis that have lots and lots of water and liquid. 
and you'll drain it out. This one did not. It still tastes fresh and I just got it at the store, but it's for some reason, there's not a lot of juice in it. So I was like, yay, didn't have to squeeze it out. So that's all done. Then I've got black beans. And if you don't like black beans, of course, there's, you know, hundreds of other beans. You could use cannellini white beans, pinto beans, kidney beans, whatever you like. But since these are more Southwestern, you could, you know, switch these out for probably pinto beans, but otherwise I'm just going to use the black beans, which is always a fun one. So just put these in a food processor if you don't have a food processor, because I know kitchen space is always uh, one of those things that all of us love. So if you don't have a food processor, then just grab one of these, so your potato masher, and then just mash them up. You can do it that way also. But since I have the food processor, we'll go ahead and use it. And you want to, you kind of want to, you want to actually food process, you want to process it up where enough where there's still a little bit of chunks in it, but not, and not all the way paste. But let's just say that, I don't know, something you get distracted and it ends up being paste. It's okay. Don't throw the black beans away. Um, you could always use those for tostadas, but you could also put them in the burgers. You just don't have the chunks that are showing. Just a little bit more. All right. So then we're just going to add into a bowl and add the black bean. I always show this as a, as a tip and trick. So when you're using a food processor, you have the blade that if you dump it like this, the blade's going to pop off. So there's a little hole that's here. So just put your index finger in there, push the braid down a little bit like this, and it flips all over the place. And then you don't have to worry. Like you see those cooking shows like Chopped and things like that. And you'll see somebody like a chef that's in a hurry and they end up dumping this like this and then it falls into a bunch of liquid and it splatters all over them. So that's not the fun part of cooking. So just take the black beans out. Does Jerry do cleanup? Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I think he should. I think he should do all the cleanup. But I like, I also, um, and it's probably my fault, so I, I like this, the, the um, dishwasher set up a certain way because I know how much I can get into it. And so I end up rearranging. So it's just easier to do it myself. And I think that's part of it. So, <laughs> yeah. so I'm the problem. Um, so there, that's the black beans. So you see, they're still a little bit chunky, but they're actually really thick. So those are in really good shape. All right. And then you, pretty much after that, you add all the ingredients. So you add the zucchini. Get all that zucchini out. And if you don't like zucchini, there's so many other things that you could add. So you could add the, the yellow squash if you wanted to. You could actually add part of the zucchini. Let's just say you have a half a zucchini left. You could add that plus the yellow squash. You could also grind up other vegetables if you wanted to, you know, or shred them up and stuff, and then just keep adding to them. And then they become like a, a Southwestern black bean burger, but they're also like a Southwestern veggie burger. So Then we have pecans. So I actually already grated those up. So the pecans are, of course, they're no salt, no roasted, they're raw. So just put those in. Those were just went into a food processor. Then I've got corn. Frozen corn's always the best. Of course, it's unthawed now, but frozen corn. But this is where you could add peas. You could add so many other vegetables to it. The more you add, the prettier it gets. And then we've got all the different spices. So let's go ahead and follow along with the recipe. So we've got flaxseed. Flaxseed, of course, is, you know, usually is your, is your egg replacer, but it's also something that binds everything together. So flaxseed's really good for you. So put the flaxseed in, and it's ground flaxseed. Then I've got tomato paste. Tomato paste, I know a lot of people usually ask the question, because when you go buy tomato paste and you buy it in the little eight ounce, like the six, I think it's six ounce containers, or the little, um, the cans, Everybody's like, well, what if I only use a tablespoon or two tablespoons? What am I going to do with the rest? Freeze it. it. Yeah. Freeze it. Yep, exactly. Or you can buy the tomato paste that's in the tubes. That's the even easier too. It's, it's a little bit more expensive, but it's really nice because if you only need a tablespoon here and two tablespoons here, there you go. So this is, so this is what I did right out of the, the, the tube. But freezing it works really well because then when you get ready to do a spaghetti sauce or some other type of sauce, all ready to go. All right. So then you've got so tomato paste. You've got um, the liquid smoke I have in here over over in another thing. 
So they've got a little bit of miso. This one is a brown rice miso that's very, very low sodium. So it has that in there. If you don't like miso, leave it out. It's more for a flavor profile, but not necessarily do you have to have it in there for the mixture and for all the burgers to, to stand up. Then we've got panko breadcrumbs. If you're gluten-free, they also have panko breadcrumbs that are gluten-free. Just kind of give that. So you can see already there's the, all the different ingredients that are in there. So you've got the, the black bean burgers, the panko breadcrumbs. And the nice thing about it is the black beans, because I drained those and the zucchini didn't have like a lot of moisture, I'm already getting where it's starting to set up really well. So they'll stick together really well, which is what you want. All right. And then we've got onion powder, garlic powder. Had it in the fridge last night. So stuck together a little bit. And that's the one thing we talked about when we, when we talked about um, meal prepping or just prepping things out. You can do this the night before and just have everything ready like I do. And then if you've got friends and family coming over for Memorial Day, you know, the holidays, that type of thing, you can actually, you know, if your burgers are, are actually cold, they're easier to, to make up. And then you can just put them in the oven. All right. And then we've got minced onion, dried onion flakes. And I actually brought them out just because I know some people would say, well, what is that? So I just get it. At, so this is chopped, it's easier to see it this way, chopped onion. And these are Kirkland, which are Costco. So this whole container was probably four dollars or something. Um, I don't use them a lot. I usually just chop up onions and you know use fresh onions. But this one has the dried onions, which is it just it adds just a little bit different flavor to them, which is kind of fun. And if you don't want to have to prep, this is how you do it. Drop those in. Then you've got so I've got ground mustard, coriander, and smoked paprika. So coriander is going to give you a little bit of that citrus, which is really nice. So it always brings out more flavors. And then you've got the, the, um, the ground mustard, which is more the kind of the, the little bit of the tart, which is great. And then the smoked paprika, which is going to mix and give you that really smoky flavor. Nothing better than smoked paprika. I love it. Then we've got a little bit, so low sodium tamari. You don't want to do that. A lot of people are going to coconut aminos, um, like, like low sodium soy sauces. There's all kinds of different flavors out there. And then red pepper flakes. So I always talk about if you want it spicy, add the red pepper flakes. You don't want it spicy, keep them out. But this is also where if you had, like just to say that you bought some jalapenos because they looked good at the market and then now they're sitting in your refrigerator, you could roast up some jalapenos or um, all those, you know, just Anaheim peppers, anything out there, and then add it into these burgers too. And it just makes them really good. So everything's in there, all the nice flavors. So you just get in there with a spoon. Start mixing it up. And if you end up having, let's just say that your black beans have a little bit more moisture and then your um, zucchini has a little more moisture, then you can always add a little bit more of the panko breadcrumbs. And that helps too. But these are, like I said, these, going back to Jerry's favorite, um, but these are one of his most favorite burgers. He's got, he's got a sweet potato burger that's in the freezer. And I think he's got, what else did we, we've made lately? Made a couple other burgers, but these are his favorite. They have such good flavor and the smell is just delicious. Yum. And do you, are you going to bake them? Do you grill them? Uh -huh. no. We are going to bake them. So I know a lot of times and stuff, you'll see, like if you're going on Pinterest and stuff, they'll put the burgers and they're like, you know, vegan burgers. And then they'll put a little bit of oil in them and they fry them up. These are baked. So what I'll do, what I do before I actually, when I batch make them, this will make about eight. Eight, eight to the ones I'll show you how to do, or it makes probably four to five larger ones. So if you want a thicker burger. So let me pull them out real quick and I'll show you what they look like because these are bacon from yesterday. So there's, there they are bacon right now. So this is what I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show you a hamburger press that you can get them the exact size like this and they hold up. They're probably about maybe a half inch to three quarter inch thick, but they hold up really, really well in the freezer. I'm gonna put these back in. I'm gonna show you two, well actually three ways that you can make a burger. So of course, hand patty. You can always do a hand patty, make it like that. I tend to like them where there's the, the burger press. So yeah, I just you, bought- Yours looks so perfect. This is why. 
<clears throat> so these are, you know, these are your normal making hamburgers. Um, my mom used to have one of these, but it was probably metal and things. This is just a little plastic. I think it was under $10. And it's actually, I know a lot of people will usually ask, oh, it was, I got it on Costco. It's hamburger free patty make, hamburger press patty maker. And it came in a little white box like this. And it came with this and then these little, little paper, like the little wax paper. And they're fun. So what I do, and this all comes apart, easy to wash. So I just get these little papers like in here. So I got one in the bottom and then I've got one to press on the top. Need to order more. And then I have these bigger ones because I misordered, but I was like, eh, I'll just keep them. Um, Cause I think they were like $4 or something. These are the ones that I put when I'm starting to, when after I freeze them, so I bake them and then I freeze them. I put these papers in between just to keep them from sticking together, which works really well. Now I, now I know why your ears look so perfect. <laughs> Using that freezer paper. So hey, about a Kelly, half a cup. Kelly, Kara would like to know if you could use rolled oats instead of the panko. You sure could. You could use any type of grain that you would want. So great question. So there's the size of a ball. See how well it holds up. So I just put that in the middle like that. And then I grab my paper on the top. I got my little press. And you can also make smaller burgers if you wanted to. So I just go like that, press it down, give it a little squeeze like that. Pop it out. Pull the paper, put it back because you're gonna make a bunch more. And voila, there's your perfect burger. And like I said, they're not, they're not so thick. They're great size, they bake up well, and they're not so thick where they break apart. So like when you're trying to eat them and you're, you've got your veggie burger that kind of falls on the plate, these hold up really well. So let me put the, the baking sheet. So I'm gonna show you two different ones. So that's one. The second type, and this is like, this makes, you could do these burgers. So eight of these burgers in probably less than five minutes by using this little press. And then you can just put everything in the dishwasher or just wash it by hand, that easy. The other way is if you have these fun little rounds, that, so if you wanted a thicker burger, that's how you get the thicker burger, but you still get the, the really pretty edges. And if you're like, hey lady, I don't want all this fancy stuff. I just want something that's just normal then just do a hand patty. That's what my, I remember my dad when it was always Sunday nights um, and he would, what he would actually do is he would go in and he'd hand patty all the, of course it was hamburger, French fries, corn dogs, and I was trying to think what else. Sometimes some type of dessert. So he would do all those kind of things. And so I would, so he would always, I remember just sitting him watching him and he would just be like this, you know, he'd be hand patty and everything with the hamburger and they're getting it all ready and in a frying pan, usually a, a cast iron skillet. Okay, so like that. So let me just grab one of these little rounds. That way I don't stick to the, there we go. So this goes in, that, you just press it down. Press it to the edges. And pop out. And there's a thick burger. So if you're gonna do something like a, a different dish or something and you want it really thick, that's an easy way to do it. If you don't have one of these little rounds, you could actually sometimes, if you've got like a, like a cup or something like that, you could actually do it that way. But it's a little bit harder and stuff to get it out and where it comes out perfect like that. So those are the two. I'm actually gonna patty them like that a little bit later because I want them all to be the same size so that Jerry can enjoy them. He can decide if he wants a single burger or he wants you know like a Big Mac burger, a double burger, double patty, whatever that is, he can make that choice. And usually when I make, Oh, I just lost my house. Um, usually when I make, so this will make eight and 16 burgers. Sometimes I'll make three times this recipe. I would say within less than three to four weeks, I'm making them again. That's how many he eats. He loves eating them during the, you know, the weekdays and he'll actually do some French fries with it or salad or leftovers, all those kind of things. So fun little burgers and they're very pretty because you can see once they bake up, You've got the green, sometimes a little bit of the red if you didn't get all the tomato sauce mixed in. You've got the corn, everything else. And they're pretty and they're good. Beautiful. All right, so next. Next we have the quinoa. And like I said, this is a great way to have 
burgers and to have all those flavors and everything without having all the bread if you don't want all the bread because a lot of times and stuff depending on where you live it's sometimes hard to find the, the really good buns that have that don't have all the the oils and the sugars and the salts and all those kind of things in it so this is a fun way to get all those flavors and if you i, I guarantee you if you end up making something like this there's not anybody around any of your friends and stuff they're not going to say i want one of those because it's so good so quinoa so I had the quinoa, I already made it. So all I did is I just took the quinoa, put you know the dried quinoa in, in there with the water. And then I just had it boil for about three to four minutes. So just kind of high boil, letting it boil. And then you just turn it off. You put the lid on it just like this, and then you just let it set right on your stove. And the quinoa then comes like this. So it's this beautiful, I wouldn't say flaky, but it's like, it's just, it's just so nice, the quinoa. A lot of times and stuff, sometimes your recipes, and I know a lot of people always ask me this question, you don't wanna boil a quinoa till it's done. Because um, a lot of times, what a lot of people say is they don't like quinoa. And I heard this at one of my cooking classes not too long ago. I don't like quinoa because of the tails on the quinoa. Have you ever, had, have you ever seen the tails on the quinoa? Yeah, so what is that exactly? It's just part of the, it's just part of the actual part of quinoa. But if you boil it too much, every once in a while, like this, the way I do it here, I'm gonna find my spoon again. If you boil it too much, you're gonna get, you're gonna, the tails are gonna come out. So it's basically the, the shell around the quinoa and stuff, the actual seed breaks apart, and then you get all the parts and pieces of the quinoa coming down. But if you only boil it, so this is what I always say, if you don't like tails on quinoa because it bothers you, um, and that's always, that's when you like, when you're sprouting the quinoa and things like that, you can do sprouted quinoa, three to, three to four minutes, rough boil, and then turn it off, put the lid on it, and just let it set. That is how you get this quinoa without the tails. I had, you know, I was like, I was like, oh, because somebody said, I was like, are you allergic to quinoa or anything like that? And they're like, nope, just don't like the tails. And I'm like, okay. So showed her how to do it. And she's like, thank you. Not sure if she's eating quinoa yet, but thank you. All right. So this is what you're going to put in the quinoa. This is a base. So you could put, you know, if you've got broccoli, you've got cauliflower, you've got all these wonderful vegetables that are coming up because it's summertime, you can change it up. So I've got tomatoes. So I just slice them in half because they're a little bit easier to eat. So those are just regular um, cherry tomatoes. Then we've got corn. So corn again, if you didn't like corn, you could change, change it out to peas or, you know, whatever vegetable you want. Asparagus, because asparagus is, I mean, look at this. It is so beautiful in the store. It was actually, it was funny, the um, last week and stuff, I was in Wisconsin. So I was then in there for Epic, um, which is what I do. I work with the electronic medical record systems. And you'll love this, Chef AJ. They had for breakfast, they had a strawberry salad. And so that was just like all kinds of greens and strawberries. And it was so funny. It was like, there was a you know, bunch of guys there too, but they're all walking by going, why would anybody put a salad for breakfast? And of course, then they had your eggs and your potatoes and your sausage and all those kind of things. But the salad was like huge and it was wonderful. And then the, the next morning they had steamed asparagus. So they really, they really catered to vegan vegetarian at this, this conference, which was wonderful. So, so then I also have mushrooms. So I'm going to cut up a little bit. So I'm going to steam the mushrooms, the corn and the asparagus. So I'm just going to cut it up a little bit. Let me just move this out of the way right there. So if it depends on how you how big you want your asparagus. I mean, you could leave it whole like this, a little harder to eat. So I usually do it. And if it's something like this size, I'll do it in thirds. So, so usually right below the right below the top. And then middle ways in the rest of the stock. But of course, I've always I've already cut off the stalks on the bottom that are always the chewy parts. But you can a lot of times save the, the, the parts on the bottom that you end up cutting off. Um, all you need to do is just take a good, like a, a peeler and peel off the bottom and then you'll get to the middle of the inside of it where it's all nice and soft. So that was more than three, but that's okay because Jerry, Jerry has to eat. <laughs> so that'll be lunch. So then I'm just gonna put in the corn because you want it warm. all that out and mushrooms which I will be picking off my out of my quinoa because I'm not a mushroom fan 
but Jerry likes them and they always look good. So I always make them for that. All right, so now we're gonna steam for a few minutes. Burgers are done, so let me pull those out. And then I'm gonna patty up the rest of them here because we have a few minutes. <clears throat> There's the burgers. So what I do is I let them cool. So probably like an hour, just kind of setting out, letting them cool. And then I, what I'll do is I will take the, the big rounds like I have here and I'll put one here. As you can tell, it's already starting to get, it's too hot, but I'll put one here, put the burger on top of it, and then usually stack them three up and put them either into a container or one of the plastic Ziploc bags. So those are ready. So I'm just gonna set this off to the side and I'm gonna get the other ones patted for you. So let's just finish them up. Keep tomatoes out. I don't like mushrooms either, except in very rare circumstances. Why don't you care for them? Consistency taste. To me, they taste like they taste like dirt and then they're slimy. Yeah, they're rubbery. I don't like the texture. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. Yeah. Do you like beets? I don't mind beets. I don't, I don't like necessarily seek them. I like them. I don't, I don't eat them a lot. I like beets raw shredded probably better than cooked though. Yeah. Mm. I, was, I think Jerry, we were going to, we were going to dinner with a, a friend of ours down the street and Jerry's like, he's like, Kelly doesn't like beets, mushrooms, cucumbers. Cause cucumbers don't like me. They last like days if I eat cucumbers and grapefruit. It's like, oh. It's not too bad. Not too bad. I'll eat pretty much everything. And I will eat mushrooms if it's in things. So if I make, you know, if they're ground up into like a meatloaf or something like that, or even these burgers, no problem. It's yeah, just they, eating them whole. I know. They, they, I find there to be, I find them to be a, a rather creepy food. Yeah, they are creepy food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but people love them. That's why I like the mushroom noodles. Cause I don't think I'm eating mushrooms. I, you know, one of these days we have to come out there and try those because that sounds really good. Yeah, it, it doesn't taste or feel like eating mushrooms. It tastes like I'm eating pasta, wheat pasta, actually. Yeah. What's the what's the mushrooms that he's using? Do you know? Giant, yeah, he showed it on the show last week. Giant king oyster mushrooms. Wow. I don't think I've ever seen those. I'll have to look, but I don't think I've ever seen those around here. Huh. Like I said, just in the last year, we got the Hannah Yam, so... We're getting um, there. Aren't Hannah Yams divine? I have a feeling that because a lot of people from California have moved to Colorado, that it, they, they started asking for them and the stores are like, what? And then they started looking them up and then now they have them, but they only have them in a small section. You know, the sweet potatoes and the yams are still beating them out, but you can find them. You can definitely find them. See how easy this little machine is? It's not even a machine. It's just little pieces of plastic put together. All these little perfect burgers. That's why I'm making them all up because I figure I might as well show you and get them in the oven. And there's so many kinds. If you go on, if you go on Amazon, um, you can see there's there's all these presses. Try to find one that gives you the actual little the little paper, the wax paper on the inside. It just helps out. Keeps everything from sticking. Very fast. And I didn't do this for years. I just did the, the normal hand patties, but I started thinking, it was like, you know, I was, I watched, I was watching, I think chopped or something and somebody, or I don't know what show it was, but they were, they were making um, burgers and the, and the person pulled out, I think it was, I can't even remember who it was, but they were pulling it out. And I was like, huh, why couldn't you just use those for burgers? You know, veggie burgers. And I said, so that's what I did. Grabbed them all, put them together. It's like anything that saves times that makes, that makes things good is a great thing. back in. And I only have a little bit left, so not enough for a burger. Yeah, that's it. So there's six burgers. You can sometimes make six, sometimes it'll make eight, depends on how thick or how, how thin you make them. So I think the ones that I had out of the oven stuff were a little bit thinner. Then all you do is just wash this up and you're done.
and you throw these away. Or you could actually, you know, if you want to, if you really want to be thrifty and stuff, you could wash these off and then just keep them for the next one. So you're, you've got these little papers you can use again and again. So now let's get these in the oven. So look how pretty those look. Yeah, they're gorgeous. Thank you. All right. Check the vegetables because you don't want to over oversteam the, the asparagus. You want it where it's just where it turns like a really dark green. Um, a lot of times and stuff, if you're if you're gonna make like the big, the big sprigs of asparagus for dinner, you're gonna pull it out, you're gonna put it in an ice bath so it stops the, the actual cooking from happening. But since I'm gonna add this into the quinoa and we're gonna mix everything up, it's gonna be good. So I'll get the barbecue sauce ready. So this one's an organic original. It has, of course, a little bit of sugar in it and stuff, but, but none of the other like oils and all that. So since I want it to drizzle, and you can see it's really thick, I'm gonna actually add a little water to it. You could actually add vegetable broth if you wanted to. And then that way, when I get ready to drizzle it, it drizzles. You could also make this recipe, because that was something I was thinking about last night. You could also make this recipe where um, it could be like an Asian flavor. So even if you have the Southwestern black bean burgers, you could put an Asian sauce over it and it would be, and have like all the other flavors and things really good. So anything that has like just, you know, whatever sauce you want to put on it, you just want to do balsamic vinegars because maybe you have an apple flavor or something like that. You could add all those things to it. So make it your own. I always talk about my recipes are a base, but make it your own when you get home. Cause that's, that's what makes it the best. And then I always talk about my spices too. So I say a teaspoon of, um, you know, like two tablespoons of something or two teaspoons of something. Go always, always go low. So your palate may be a little bit different than everybody else's. So go low on your spices and then always add to it is the best way to do that. Because you may find that you don't like as much smoked back paprika or as much red pepper flakes as I do. So, all right. So now let me just check that. That's looking good. Probably just another minute. Salads. Now with all the lettuces and everything, even though, you know, of course we have lettuce during the, the winter, um, but now that everything's coming out and they've got all the different flavors of lettuce and you can get the, you know, everything just looks really fresh. Nothing better than a salad. All right. So let me just grab another big bowl. Be easier to see. So you can, so I have red leaf lettuce and then I have um, romaine lettuce. You could use, you know, you could get those, if you ever seen them, the little four packs that have all the different colors of lettuce, you know, you could use the, the um, green lettuce leaves. You could use whatever you like, whatever's your favorite. I always like the red leaf lettuce just because it's so pretty. It adds that nice purple colors with everything. And so when you're making like a burger or something, I usually go to the red leaf lettuce. And one of the things, and I always show this, let me just, I'll grab one and show you what I do. This is how I pack it. I have three of these in the fridge right now. Turn it that way because you can see it better. Three of these in the fridge. They have just these little tops that, of course, they keep the air out. But I've got a paper towel on the bottom. I've got all my red leaf lettuce. So this was actually two, two heads of lettuce. I put a paper towel on front on the top because you'll see some of the condensation stuff will pick up with that. This actually will keep in the fridge. So I have this spinach and romaine. Um, we'll keep in the fridge for up to two weeks. And sometimes I've gone two and a half weeks, which is great. These are wonderful. So this also helps you make sure that, you know, if you want to eat all your greens, here's the best way to do it. Grab them out and they're fresh all the time. All right, so you can either pop this up so if you want to, or what I said on here, it's just, a, it's just basically just tear. So we're just gonna tear it. I know that there's one time I think we went to, oh, I think we were at a Thanksgiving one time and somebody said they were eating a, a salad and they're like, why does everybody have such big pieces of lettuce? Why can't they chop it up and, and make things small? And I was like, 
I think a lot of time people hand tear and you get the bigger pieces, but it was kind of funny. Like, I don't know. I always think the bigger, the better. <gasps> I agree. My favorite, I'd say my favorite lettuces are probably red leaf lettuce and um, I actually, I like, I like arugula too. We have a bunch of arugula in the fridge, but I would say it's probably, if I go out and get a salad, she's going to be red leaf and, and uh, romaine. I like romaine in restaurants and things just because it's so, it's so fresh and it's crunchy. For the lady who doesn't like big pieces, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> you like big burgers, but small. <laughs> so go figure. Yep. On this, the one that I make, the, the bowl that I'm making too with the, the burger, one of the things that you could think about on the bottom is you could actually add spinach, arugula. So, you know, you could do all kinds of your, your grains on the bottom, or not grains, but greens on the bottom too. So if you want to add your greens to the bowl, do your greens and then put your quinoa on and then add your burger. So you could make this like a really big bowl. And this is a little bit more lettuce than I actually say on the recipe because I say a cup of each. So if you're making it and you want to have, you know, a, a few servings, then a cup of each. But since there's two of us and this is lunch and we will go through a big bowl of salad like this easy, I added more. There we go. All right, it's looking good. All right, so then I'll put that to the side. We have radishes. So radishes, you're gonna wanna just do, I'll just do the big chef knife. Um, you just do little tiny thin slices. If you have a mandolin, you can do them on the mandolin. Or if you get really good, good knife skills, then you can just do that. So just add those in, just cook some of those. couple more. And I was never a radish fan growing up as a kid, but now I've gotten to where I really like them. It's one of those things when you don't like it as a kid, retry it as an adult, because you may find that your palate changes and you're like, oh, I like that now. Or, oh, I don't like that now. Let's do, I'll just do that since I've got two of them already chopped up, let me just get the rest of them done. too big. So there, just even not without even adding anything, you've got the purples, you've got the reds, you've got the greens and the whites, already pretty. Then grapes, red grapes, black grapes, green grapes, doesn't matter. So these are just half. So these are just your, your uh, purple grapes, red grapes. I'll like save a little bit for the pot. And then one thing with quinoa, so you can add, so you can add just the regular quinoa. So like the, the cool quinoa that I'm cooking, like just for the, the quinoa bowl or what I do, what I really like is I actually take quinoa. So it's cooked and I just put it on parchment paper in the oven, bake it at 350 for probably about 15, 20 minutes. And then it becomes this nice crunch. So you've got crunchy quinoa. So you could actually, if you wanted to, you could add your slivered almonds into it if you wanted to, but if you don't, if you just want the quinoa, this is the best thing in the world. When you put a little bit of balsamic vinegar on it or any kind of dressing, it give that crunch, which I love. So I'm gonna leave that towards the end, but that's a fun way. A lot of restaurants would do this. There's like one restaurant we go to that does this, um, but of course they're putting it in the fryer and frying it all up, but this is just baked, which is really good for you. So you can bake this up, put it in a jar, like a mason jar like this, and have it all ready to go. 
and then just have crunch, which is quinoa. Kelly, uh, Mona wants to know what is the name of the lettuce keeper you showed? The lettuce. The lettuce keeper. Oh, let me grab, um, so I don't know if I have that. I should have, I should have done that. And do you still have your meetup group in Denver? I sure do. Oh, I know, I've got the box. Hold on, I'll grab it. It's in the pantry. And guys, while she stepped away, I'll just tell you who's on the show tomorrow. It's Vasanto Molina. She's an 81-year-old registered plant-based dietitian who wrote a new book along with Brenda Davis called Plant Powered Protein. And she's going to be talking about how at the age of 81, she thrives on a low-fat, whole food, plant-based diet. So this, it's, and I'm trying to, time to read the, it's hard to read the bottom looks like a little sticker on it. so it comes in a big pack like this and I got it on Amazon so it comes in a big pack so it actually has do this before I drop it inside of it you have this so you could put carrots celery and this and then you've got two little containers on the inside so if you do your quinoa all those things they actually keep everything really fresh for a long time so these are, so you get those in with the big, the big piece. So it is, I'm trying to read it because it's, it looks like it's Tainlo, T-A-I-N-L-O-W. They've got a kind of a weird print on it. Fridge organizer bins. And that's what it comes in like that, a box like that. Where'd you get it? Amazon. Nice. And if you. If you can't find it, email me, kelly at plantbasedkitchen.com, K-E-L-L-E-Y, and I'll send it to you. I'll send you the link. But they work really well. All right, dressing. And then we're going to get the quinoa and everything else going. So the dressing is what we call, and it's kind of funny, it's, it's known as the, the famous crack dressing. Um, and the reason why is we've got a friend that used to do nothing but the blue cheese. And we talked about this last time. Then now that loves this dressing. So when I make it up, like I made it up last night, I make it up in jars. Like this is probably a small amount that we do, but I'll make it up in the, the large quart jars and then we'll just have it. And long as you keep it on the, the plastic lids instead of the metal lids, you can keep it. We probably had the last dressing that we just finished like three and a half months like that. And if it gets thick, add water all you need to do. All right, so here's the ingredients to it. So you got your balsamic vinegar, whatever your favorite is. If you wanted to, you know, flavor it up a little bit more, add apple, add Asian, add any flavors that you want. So change the dressing up. Then you've got a small little shallot. If you don't have a shallot, you know, you could use your, you could use regular white onions or your green onions, scallions. Um, so you don't have to go to the store. Let's just say you get ready to make this and you're like, don't have the shallots. Just choose a different onion. It's just a little stronger, which it's fine. Um, and then you've got dried parsley. You have fresh parsley. You could always add fresh. Gray Poupon, my favorite mustard in the whole world. I love it. If you don't like Gray Poupon, there's always stone ground. There's, um, there's all the ones that are salt-free that you could use that are almost a little bit like, they kind of remind me a little bit of Gray Poupon. Um, and you get those like Trader Joe's and all those stores, you could use those. You could also make it a really high mustard dressing if you want to. So you change this dressing to high mustard and you could do yellow mustard, stone ground mustard, and then um, like the Grey Poupon or your salt-free type of mustard. And then it's really good because I love anything that's mustards. I love mustard dressings. So that's that. And then what makes it, um, what makes it thick? Flax seeds, ground flax seeds. That gives you body. So like when you put balsamic vinegar, you know, at your restaurant, you just put balsamic vinegar on, it always pools to the bottom. This, the flaxseed, by adding the flaxseeds to it, it makes it thick. So it's more of a, you know, you can squirt it on top of the salad, that type of thing. And it just, it's really good. Like this one, I'll show you really quick. Made this last, last night. There it is. So it's really nice and thick. And if it gets too thick, then all you do, just add a little bit of water and, and away you go. But it's delicious. Then we've got, so those sweeteners, so we're actually using date paste. So date paste, of course, is just, it was a couple of, of dates. 
take the seeds out, make sure you take the pits out, seeds out, and then a little bit of water. And then I just put it into the blender and blended it up. So there you go. That way you don't have the agave, maple syrup, all those other things in it. Makes it good. All right. So when I make this dressing, this is like, this is probably enough for a couple salads. Um, like you said, when I make this dressing, I quadruple and just play with it until I get the right mixture and then make it up. Cause that's something that, that Jerry and I eat all the time. All right. Do a nice blend on it. And the reason why you want to do a nice blend on it is you want to make sure that the flax seeds get, get, um, uh, blend it up in there because a lot of times and stuff, if you don't blend it enough and you think, ah, it's just perfect, then you'll end up with like a little bit, little grainy. So you don't want it to be grainy. So let's pull this off. We'll pull this off, get this out of the way. Quinoa. All right, barbecue sauce, tomatoes, quinoa. Let that sit there. The reason I'm putting it in a bowl right now, just because I'm gonna mix it all together. Quinoa, tomatoes, lots and lots and lots of tomatoes. Already pretty without adding anything else to it. And then you've got steamed asparagus, corn, and mushrooms. This is a dish that you could actually eat cold. So if you wanted to, you know, because the, the burgers are great cold. So you could do it cold, you could do it warm. This is going to be a warm one. I could do it cold. I would say Jerry would be more warm, likes warm foods. Did you ever watch the show, The Big Bang Theory? Yes. Remember how Sheldon used to say, revenge is a dish best served cold. Yes. <laughs> that was such a great show. It was. There's not as many good shows like that anymore. Guys, by the way, the recipes are now, the recipes are all in the show notes and you can see the show notes simply by clicking the more button under YouTube. If you're watching on Facebook or Twitter, you do not see show notes, which is why we recommend you watch on YouTube. And thank you for the comment, Peter. I just hit 200,000 subscribers yesterday. I couldn't have done it. So thank you so much. I still haven't gotten my award for 100,000, but anyway, I know I'm here and thank you for being here. What's the, what's the uh, reward? Well, I don't, it's not, I mean, I wish they'd give you a monetary reward. It's a plaque, but they, I just can't seem to get them to send it to me. So, and, that, and I hit a hundred thousand right at the beginning of the pandemic, like almost four years ago. So anyway, uh, you know, trying to contact YouTube, it's like, they don't answer their phone. I mean, they don't have a phone, you know, and they don't really answer their email. Thank you for subscribing, Elizabeth, but I'm curious, why the heck are you watching on Facebook? See guys, when you watch on Facebook, you don't see the chat. So you don't know all the show within the show that's going on. So I really recommend you hop on over to YouTube. That's where all the action is. Oops, you see Bailey agreed. Hey, where's your cute dog? Um, she, she, I don't know if she's camera shy and she tends to go in the bedroom and stuff because she, when I start cooking, for some reason, she's just like, I don't like the noise. So that's where she goes. All right, there we go. All right, so a little bit of avocado just for the pretty. You don't have to add it. Let's get that out real quick. I'll show you. Oh, here's here. Jerry brought her out. Let me show. Then I'll have to wash my hands real quick. He's adorable. Here's, He's a Havanese. I just saw a dog called a Cavapoo, which was a ching. Oh, yeah. I've seen those too. Those are cute. King Charles Cavalier and Poodle. Say hi. <laughs> just here, look at me like, what are you making me do, Mom? Okay. They're such sweet dogs, Havanese, aren't they? They are. They're the best. They're Velcro dogs. That's why I think I love them so much. I said that yesterday. She like followed me. I keep putting my towel over at the wrong place. Um, she followed me everywhere. If I stepped 
back, she was there. And I was like, stop, kid. But yeah, she's wonderful. Okay, a little bit of the... I just did it in the middle because the pieces are prettier. Now she's standing here right by me. Like you wanted me? Here waiting, I am. Waiting for something to drop maybe. She is not, um, we just lost Penny, our older one, um, 16. She was 16 about three weeks ago, but she was the Hoover. She would sit here and anything would drop. She'd be like, but not Georgie. Georgie's like, I want it special. She's kind of like Jerry. I like it special and cooked and all those things. So I'm going to do it since they're, they're smaller burgers or thinner burgers. I'm going to actually put, let me show you this first. There's the quinoa. Isn't that pretty? Without even doing anything else to it, you've got this beautiful quinoa. Then I've got the burger. Like that. A little bit of avocado. YouTube advertisements are annoying. I can hear better on my walk from Facebook. Yeah, the problem with Facebook, though, Elizabeth, is a lot of times my show just doesn't air there. So the technology doesn't work. So you're probably missing a lot of shows. So and you can you can buy, you can easily click the ads by clicking skip ads or get YouTube read that kind of thing. But also there are no ads, Elizabeth, when you watch live. I don't think you understand that you only see ads on YouTube and replays, right guys? Do you ever see ads no. live? There was one show where the setting was wrong and, and that happened and people got upset and I never did it again, but there are no advertisements watching live. So I don't see the point of watching on Facebook personally because you don't see all the activity in the chat, which is so fun because that's how people became friends and even meet each other in person. In person. Uh, I saw a question. Oyster mushrooms have almost no moisture and have a more meaty mouthfeel, says Maxine. And uh, there's a question. What oven temperature and time can you have the written recipe? It's there. You just have to look in the show notes. It wasn't there at the beginning because they were long, but they're there now, I promise. And if you don't see them, just refresh your screen and they are there. Big. Ooh, Anita makes fried chicken out of oyster mushrooms and crab cakes out of lion's mane's mushrooms. That's that sounds great. That does sound great. I want Jerry, one. Lori says Jerry is a very lucky guy. You know, there's a lot of people that say that. We got to have Jerry on. Jerry has been on the show, by the way, giving a wonderful PowerPoint presentation. But we should actually show Jerry at the end. He's the man behind the camera eating all this delicious food. He could actually he can come up if he wants. He's not all, he's going to be like, I'm not dressed. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, the saying, the man's, the weight of the man's heart is through the stomach. Obviously, Jerry proves that true. Yes. I'm very lucky. Oh, so man. here is the burger as I knocked that tomato off a little bit. <clears throat> so what I did is I put, so I've got the quinoa on the bottom. I've got the two burgers on here. I drizzled on the barbecue sauce. I put the, the avocado, I put a little bit of scallions because they're always pretty. They're always in there. It gives you a little bit of onion flavor. And then I've just put some um, microgreens. So these are just the sprouts and stuff. And then I put just a little cherry tomato because you've got like the red, the whites, the greens, the browns, all those kind of pretty colors. So then that looked great. Uh, yeah, it's absolutely beautiful. That's that one. Let's get the salad going. Um, Beth is saying there's an ad at the beginning on the live. Beth, I think that's is that on every time you log on or only if you log on late? Because I, anyway, I apologize if there's there. I don't know how to change that. But again, you can skip it for sure. You miss the chat if you're on Facebook. That's all I can say. Um, Elizabeth says she loves your show and you're amazing. Thank you. But, she, but people say you're very talented. That's for sure. Thank you. When are you going to open a restaurant? Get out of this regular work a day that you're doing. I, you know. I'm trying to figure all that kind of stuff out, figuring out what the what the next step is. Because, you know, I'm being the, as, as I'll say, I'm a, I call myself a corporate rat. <laughs> but I get it. There's days. And it's just crazy what I do because they're just, you know, every, you know, especially if you guys see it, you see it in healthcare. Healthcare is just gobbling up each other. And because the small, you know, the small little quaint boutique hospitals can't make it anymore. So 
the big guys are coming in to help save them. And it's just, it's just crazy. Well, what, what would your ideal job be? That's a great question. I mean, if you, if you could do anything and you knew you wouldn't fail and make enough money to, you know, meet all your needs and then some really honestly, what would you do? So it wouldn't be, I don't, I, I wouldn't have it as a restaurant. I saw this on, I saw this on diners, drive-ins and dives one time. And it was, he went into an Italian place and I wouldn't say it's Italian, but he went into this Italian place that had these, you know, cases of just, you come in and they had little tables, maybe like four, but you just came into the shop and you had everything. So if it was like all the, like the, the vegan ingredients you can get that are healthy. So you can have, you know, your SOS, but then you have things made up that people can come in and be like, I want, you know, I want a whole lasagna or I want part of lasagna. And they just come in and they grab things. That would be my ideal. That would be fun. Like, um, like something that's not open, like real early or real late, maybe like 11 to seven kind of thing or. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Take out, but you could eat there if you wanted to, you know, there's like, you could grab, it's like, oh, I want the lasagna and I want the potatoes and I want this and I want that type of thing. Yes, you can do that. You can buy fresh breads that are all good for you, but it's just a place where you could come and just have, you know, you could order ahead if you wanted to, or just, it's almost like a. Would you have cooking classes there? Yep, exactly. That to me would be fun. It's not a restaurant where you're back there and you've got the chefs that are crazy and doing all that stuff and you got to worry about help and everything. It could be one or two people that could have run that entire thing. That would be fun. That would be ideal. Okay. Yeah. Let's manifest that for you. Okay, do it. Yay. I will start thinking about it too. So I just put the salad in a bowl because it's pretty. So now I'm putting the dried quinoa on. That dried quinoa, that, that say that again. Like, like who, who thought of that? I actually went to a restaurant one time and they had, and I was, we were seeing a salad and stuff and they, they actually took the quinoa and they fried it. Um, and they were putting it on a salad and, and things like that. And they had it like on like other dishes and things. And I was like, why do you have to fry it? You know, it's like everything has to be fried. But so I just was like, okay, I'm going to try it. I'm going to go home and I'm going to take quinoa and just see. Cause I was like, you know, cause I do, I was doing the millet. Um, uh, what am I trying? Granola type of thing. And I was like, well, if millet, if I can just put that in the oven without cooking it and baking it and make a great granola, it's like quinoa probably need to cook it a little bit. And then I put it in the oven and then I just let it bake. And, and I just tried to see what it would do. And it's almost like it kind of reminds me, it's got a great flavor. It's kind of a toasty nutty, but it's almost like it, remember grape nuts long yes. time ago? It kind of reminds me, it kind of like, you know, gives you a little bit of that texture, like the crunchy, but not so crunchy that it's like, it gets stuck in your teeth. And that's, it's delicious. That's very clever. Then I've got slivered almonds. You don't have to do almonds. You can do, you know, if you want to do anything else, you, of course, you've got, you know, you've got walnuts, but you know, Pumpkin seeds, there's all kinds of different things out there. A little bit of, little bit of scallion since I have it left over. You haven't done the millet granola on the show yet, right? No, I have not. Because people have been asking for that since you mentioned it, because that sounds very intriguing. I will have to do it because we could show, it's a great, um, it's got avocado over me. It's a great base um, type of recipe that you can make. But when I, when I was showing it on the, the show, let me just grab it. This is what... This is what I usually make it in. So I make it and then I put it in here. So I'll fill it like halfway. And then, you know, Jerry, if he wants it on cereals or he just wants to eat it as, as like a snack or um, that type of thing, then he just goes right into here and it's all ready to go. And it keeps, it keeps for a couple months if you bake it right. Because that's the one thing you've got when you've got, um, you got a granola with all kinds of different things in it. If you don't make it sure where it's dry and so you're letting it cool off and it's, and it's all dry and you get a little bit of moisture in it, it will mold. So you have to be careful with that, but just bake it the right way and you'll have it. And it's wonderful. yeah. People are saying they would love that recipe. So she'll do it on the show. I promise. Yeah, I will add that in. Lori, Lori she'd be a customer. If you opened up a vegan shop, a takeout place, Denver needs that. They do need that. You know, Denver, you know, Denver is supposed to be known, you know, everybody's like, Oh, go to Denver. They're the most healthy. And it's very exercise centric, but not so much food specific. So there's very few vegan restaurants, but I mean, there's some that are out there, but it's like your fast food type of a things that you can get, you know, like your quick burgers and all those, but to really go in and say, I can eat this every day. 
and have it be healthy and I know what's in it. So all the ingredients are listed. You don't have the oils and stuff. There's not a place like that around here at all. So. Well, I guess that's what you're going to be having to do. now. <laughs> that's what I need to do. That would be fun. And I, and I think that actually, um, Chef Antonio, who I've worked with quite a few, and he runs an Italian restaurant, like a fast food. I think if I got something, he'd be like, I'll be there with you. Cause I think he would have fun with that and not have to worry about like all the ingredients and, you know, having, you can't find help these days. They're saying that probably 20% of the restaurants, the family owned restaurants in Colorado are closing down. And now we're getting like the big, the big restaurant chains and things like that coming in because the guys are, they're just like, I can't find help. I can't stay open. I can't. Like even what it was that the other day I heard, um, oh, what's the name of it? Um, it just came back. It's like a 24-hour restaurant, and I can't remember what, even what it's called, but it's a fast food place. They actually had to close and not and seven hours overnight because they couldn't find any help to work. So a lot of that's happened. All right, so I'm just going to do a drizzle on here. You can see it's this is coming out thick. Kimberly says this is a beautiful presentation. I love watching you cook, but I really Thank would prefer if I could eat it instead of just watching it. And I have eaten Kelly's food. And even the simplest thing, like a baked sweet potato, I don't know. She just knows how to, she just got it going on, guys. You got to taste her food. As a friend of mine says, I know how to zhuzh it up. Makes it pretty. All right. So there, let me grab the other one. So there is late lunch. So you got your Southwestern black bean burger. And of course it's over quinoa with a lot of great vegetables and a barbecue sauce drizzle. And then I have the, the microgreens, not the microgreens, the sprouts actually and scallions and a little bit of avocado. And of course my lonely little tomato on top. And then my sweet greens and grains. So you've got the, you've definitely got the sweet greens. You've got the tomato, not the tomatoes, but the grapes. You've got radishes, which are, if, if they've set along too, round, too much and stuff, they get a little bit uh, hot but these are nice and sweet. And then you've got the dressing, which tends to be a little sweet, a little, little kind of, uh, I guess, perky would <laughs> be a great word for it. And then you've got the grains on there, which gives you the nice crunch. So this is lunch. Hope you guys enjoyed. Okay. So I don't want to say your talents are being wasted in the corporate world. However, I feel- you can say it. Okay. I just feel like you are one of the most extraordinarily talented recipe developers and everything. And if there's an angel investor or a business person watching, I mean, you got to help Chef Kelly get, get, get a start in Denver. She's got the talent. She just needs the the push and the, you know, the, the infrastructure to do it. Cause you, you, I just, it's just, you're so fun to watch and just, Thank you're you. a great teacher, but your food, I've, I've tasted your food. So I know that it's delicious and it's amazing. And so, I mean, uh, if I had an extra, I don't know, what does it take to do a startup these days? A million, you know, I don't know. I don't know probably a couple hundred thousand and probably. It, maybe do a, maybe do a, not a GoFundMe. That's for if you're sick, a, uh, a Kickstarter or an Indiegogo or something, you know? Yeah. And I could always, you know, the one thing too, is like, you don't, I don't have to start it big, you know, it could be small, you get it, you know, you have things and maybe it's not all in the cases, but people can order it and you've got it ready and things. And then you just start. And then just like everybody else, you just start building it. You know, if you go do too big, too fast, you got a problem. What, what about a truck, a lunch truck? Cause that can't be quite as expensive because you don't need the real estate. You just need a parking space. Mm -hmm. The only thing is, is that have, yeah. So I'd have to think about, I thought about that too, because that's something that I talked to, to um, Chef Antonio about a little bit. The only thing about that is, is to have people come up and be able to get things. I'd have to think about how that would actually work. Cause you got to have a lot of space for like keeping things warm and cold versus just the fries, you know, the fried pans and all those kind of things. So I have to think about how that would work. But well, I mean, I would, I, I would consider being an investor. I can't bankroll the whole thing, but I believe in you. So Jerry, do you got, Jerry, can you help? <laughs> he said, I can help eat and help make no, things. Know, he, then he, Jerry's thinking, well, but then, then she won't be here to make all my meals. Uh -huh. You can eat at the restaurant every day or the food truck every day. He's a, he's actually been my sous chef when we did a, a Taos event. Um, when we did that and stuff, probably about what, three, four years ago and stuff, he was my sous chef. So, and he enjoyed it. All right. Well, thank you so much. And you already got your, you already planned to do something next month. You, you're amazing. Cause you know, a lot of the guests on the show, I'm chasing down like, like 10 minutes yeah. before the show. What are you making? You got us everything in advance. So, so we already know what you're doing for June. 
I've actually, I'm actually working for July and August right now. So I'll be having those to you next week. Oh yeah, there's no rush, but uh, do you want to announce okay. what you're doing in June? So in June, I'm trying to think, um, what am I, what am I making? I was doing other things for my class. I can't remember what I'm making. Darn it. You want me to uh, know? I, think you called, I think you called it fun in the sun. Didn't you call it fun in the sun? I wonder if I was making, was I making shish kebabs? Okay, hold on. Let me look it up. I'll find it. I, I, yeah. I just, the general thing, which was fun. I just typed up a whole bunch of recipes here in the last few days. So that's why I'm blanking. You, you called it fun in the sun. Let me open it. I got it. It takes just a sec. Yes, you're doing tropical island kebabs, mm, cilantro rice, and that, yeah, that, they look beautiful. Yeah. Like, Thank you. Those skewer. are good. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. At least, well, my memory's still, still there. Excellent. All right. Well, thank you so much, Kelly. Yeah. This is wonderful. You're uh, welcome. People, yeah, people want you to move, whatever city they're in, they're asking you to move there. But I think she likes Colorado. <laughs> got a lot of got a lot of uh, family and things like that here. But you know, down the road, always open. You know, it's it's incredible. Like we, you know, I I went for probably over 10 years not eating at restaurants because I felt that they were too, well, first of all, you know, they're more expensive than eating at home, but I couldn't get the kind of food I wanted, which was yep. not only vegan, but SOS free, but the, and the portions were so small. And there was like only two places, maybe three in LA that I could eat. And, and, and again, I was always disappointed because of the small portions and the high prices. And I moved here a year and a month ago to Northern California and all the vegans, there's so many vegans up here. There's, I'm in the Sacramento vegan society. There's like 7,000 members and there's almost a thousand in my little meetup group and they paved the way. And I guess, because a lot of them really had, you know, very serious conditions like heart disease and cancer, they weren't going to compromise and just have, you know, a cheat meal out. And they work with these restaurants and you go there and not only is it vegan and we're talking about non-vegan restaurants, it's SOS free. And so last night we went to this Mexican restaurant, a regular Mexican restaurant. They had a full vegan menu and they were, and they had these mushroom fajitas and like, and it's like, gosh, it, it, I mean, what the point is, is things can be created if there's enough demand and if people will just speak up and and show the restaurant. You can't just expect to go to a restaurant that you're going to only go to once and expect everything. But if you live somewhere, you talk to them. And I mean, like like today, we're having a meetup today and there'll probably be 30 of us there. I mean, they want your business and they're willing to make healthy food if you do it. And so I think that you can create something where you live. I'll I'll think about it more, but uh, I just hope, you know, you're inspired to do it at some point because, you know, I just- you're Not stay on the rat race. Well, I mean, if you like it, but see, I don't think you love it. That's the thing. I think this is your passion. Yeah. It wears, it, it wears on you after a long time, after just crazy hours. I've been, you know, putting 50, 60, 70, sometimes 80 hours a week trying to get stuff done. Yeah. It's a lot. It's, it's and, a lot. And the thing is, is, and you're, 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 you're working for the man. Even if you're working that in this business, you're working for yourself. Yes. All right. Don't want to work for the man. Okay. So well, I'm going to start a petition. Let's get Chef Kelly out okay. of court. Yeah. Get her out of the rat race, get her off the, the, the wheel and uh, doing what she loves to do. And then yeah. you guys can have this stuff at all times. I know. And then we can franchise and have one in the city where we live, where we live. Exactly. That would be wonderful. That would be fun. Yeah. Well, I see your talent. It's just, I can't, you know, I can, I can open the door. You've got to walk through. Got it. Yeah. Anyway, thank you. I got so my much. walking shoes on. All right. Thanks Chef Kelly. And thank you. Thank Jean. you. All right. And uh, thank you guys so much for subscribing. I really appreciate it helping me get to 200,000. And thanks for watching another episode of Chef AJ Live. Please come back tomorrow a little earlier for Memorial Day. We actually have a regular show at 11 o'clock, but we also have a show at nine o'clock with registered dietitian Vasanto Molina talking about her new book, Plant Powered Protein. She's 81 years old and thriving on a low food plant-based diet. And happy Memorial Day, everyone. Take care. Bye-bye.